Our scripture for today comes from Psalm 29. And today's version I'll be reading out of the message. It's a scripture about hearing the voice of God. I have to imagine that even as the choir just finished singing, Alleluia has to be one of those resounding, resounding choruses. The voice of God certainly must be in this place today saying, Alleluia. Psalm 29. Never forget, angels shout, encore, do more. Never forget how awesome God is. Always remember what our God has done. Sing your songs, say your prayers, dress your best to honor the Holy One. God's voice thunders across the waters. His voice and face brighter than the stars. God's presence bright even in storms and raging seas. God's voice has power. God's voice is sweeter than our favorite song. God's voice smashes cedars and oaks. God can snap tree trunks like toothpicks. The ground leaps like a baby calf because of God. The Appalachians and the Rockies bounding like a young bull. God's voice carves with fire like a knife. God's voice fills the empty desert until it shakes. The entire desert trembles with his words. God's thunder sets the oak trees twirling, and their leaves fill the air like confetti at a wedding. And in his temple, everyone says, glory. God's throne is higher than any storm. So may the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with lives that are whole. With lives that are whole. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. A couple weeks ago, Brian and I were having dinner with two of our friends while we were traveling in Chicago for the holidays. It was negative five degrees outside. I don't know if you've been in weather that cold, but walking outside in negative five degree weather, it hurts. You literally walk outside and your face is burning, like it's freezing off. So we go in and I order a bowl of chicken noodle soup to warm up before dinner. We talk about their kids, about how much we love our church, how they're loving their new church, and how his job is boring, but hopeful. As we're eating, the waiters shove together a bunch of tables right next to us, and a group of about 15 people sit down. We hear them talking to the waitress, saying they live all over, but to them, Chicago is home. They order this cheese dish, I don't really know what it is, you might, which a waiter brings out and then lights on fire. If I'd known flaming cheese were an option, I probably would have skipped the chicken noodle soup. <laughs> And with appetizers covering the table, this family grabs hands. One of the youngest in the crew, maybe third grade, stands up on his chair and he starts to pray. He thanks God for family and the food. He asks God to bless them. They all said amen. He sat down and they started to eat. But then for a moment after, our table was completely silent. And one of our friends asked, did you guys just feel that? I knew exactly what she was talking about. For a moment, while that boy prayed, something changed. Like, my spirit was shaking, and it wasn't just me or our table. While this family held hands and prayed, the whole
whole restaurant got quiet, awkwardly quiet. People who couldn't even hear this little kid or see the family stopped talking like they were listening to some voice they could almost hear. Silence hung in the air for a second after the prayer ended, and then the family started eating. Then the moment was over. All the tables started humming again for a moment as the conversation started back up around us. I wondered if I had imagined this. Maybe I was crazy from the cold, because it's negative five degrees outside. But then our friend looked at us and asked, did you guys just feel that? So let me ask you the question I've been thinking about this entire week. Was that the voice of God? Was it? Jesus has a body, like us, human. He had vocal cords, his voice was like ours. He makes words with his tongue and with his mouth. You can hear it with your ears, but God? God the Father? How do you listen to God the Father? Does he speak with a mouth? What does his voice even sound like? Is it words or is it deeper than that? Suddenly you just know something, you feel something deeper than words. Or is it something you hear? with your ears? Is it a feeling in your gut, in your spirit? Is it the air changing, your soul shaking in a restaurant full of people listening for a voice they can almost hear? Was that God's voice? Psalm 29 says God's voice smashes cedars and oaks, snaps tree trunks like toothpicks. It fills the empty desert until it shakes. The entire desert trembles with his words. Am I crazy for thinking that God saw that family's gratitude and love, heard their thank you, and his voice whispered back, you are my beloved children. And even God's whisper, his whisper has so much gravity, so much majesty, that an entire restaurant where nobody was listening for it got quiet, listening to a voice they could almost hear. A whisper that shook your spirit, a whisper like thunder rolling across the waters. Now, if I pulled the restaurant, I think most people would say, yes, you are indeed crazy. Because when I ask the question, was that God's voice, the image that comes to my mind is a man standing on a street corner holding up a sign that says, the end is near, yelling to people that he hears the voice of God, telling everyone who walks by exactly where they're going, unless they listen to him. We've seen too many people who claim to hear the voice of God and respond by killing innocent people in horrifying displays of hatred. We've heard too much about psychology to actually believe we're hearing God's voice. So we've become suspicious that God speaks at all. As one of my professors in seminary put it, how do you know the difference between the Holy Spirit and indigestion? <laughs> so was that God's voice? Does God even speak? There was a time in history where everyone, everyone believed that God spoke. No one was asking, does God speak? Everyone assumed the answer was yes. We speak to our friends, parents speak to their children, kings speak to subjects, 
And of course, God speaks to us. The question was, how do we hear him? The question was, what is he saying? People would go to outrageous lengths to hear God speak. Teenagers would commit themselves to life in a monastery because they wanted to learn how to hear this voice of God, to escape from the world because they didn't want to be distracted. But we've become suspicious of hearing voices, so we doubt it. But on a freezing cold night, on a double date with my husband, we saw a family grab hands and a little boy thank God for their blessings. The prayer ended, conversation picked back up, the restaurant started buzzing again, but our friend looked over at us and said, did you guys just feel that? She looked at us, the pastors who were supposed to be the experts. Was that God's voice? As we started talking about how we felt, we all heard the silence felt something. We talked about how our first reaction was to doubt it. That moment in a restaurant, it's not God, it's coincidence. People who hear voices, they're crazy. Every psychologist will back me on that. They're crazy. That word in a sermon that felt like it was written just for you, it's not God, it's coincidence. Because people who hear voices, they're crazy. Which is why our reaction in that restaurant was to pause and wonder, did that really just happen? I'm a pastor by training. My job is to listen and speak for God, but in that moment I asked, did that really just happen? Instead of wondering, what is God saying? Hmm. Then I came home and I found that the text that I had selected months ago for this Sunday was about the voice of God. God's funny that way. So I'm standing here and saying, call me crazy, but I heard God's voice a couple weeks ago. I heard God answer a family's prayer with a whisper that shook a restaurant into silence. Psalm 29 says that God speaks. His voice thunders across the waters, it smashes cedars and oaks. While others may think us crazy for believing that God speaks, I think it's crazy to believe that God is not speaking. The question is not, does God speak? The question is, how do we hear him? Because God whispered an entire restaurant, got quiet, trying to listen to a voice they could almost hear. There's a song by a woman named Sarah Groves. It goes like this. Hello, Lord. It's me, your child. I've got a few things on my mind right now. I'm faced with big decisions, and I'm wondering if you had a minute. Because right now, I don't hear so well. And I was wondering if you could speak up. I know that you tore the veil so I could sit with you in person, hear what you're saying, but right now, I just can't hear you. Right now, I just can't hear you. Isn't this often where we find ourselves? Looking for the God that can snap tree trunks like toothpicks with his voice, but wondering if he could just speak. 
We have learned to be suspicious of hearing voices. But hearing voices isn't crazy if God is actually speaking. The trick is learning to hear him and learning to understand what he's saying. We read Psalm 29 and other psalms because they teach us to recognize God's voice. It names God's voice, points it out. It's what you hear in a sunrise where the colors are so brilliant and vivid that as the psalm says, we see God's voice carves with fire like a knife. And you hear God saying, I am making all things new. You can hear it in the rolling thunder that shakes the walls, and you hear God reminding us that he is powerful, he is to be feared. You can hear God's joy in the leaves that spin off trees like confetti at a wedding. God's voice is speaking all around us. God is always speaking. My dad was in Cambodia several years ago, and they were taken to a prison where the corrupt government of the past had sent people who disagreed with them, anyone that objected, and killed them. It had been closed, this prison, and turned into a museum. From the moment they entered the gates, entered the prison, until the moment they left, no one said a word. They didn't plan that. There were no signs sitting around to tell them not to speak, but there was a deafening silence. If you know how to listen, you can hear God in that moment saying, never again, never again. God is always speaking, but if we're honest, we usually miss it. The psalm says, and in his temple, everyone says glory. Everyone in his temple says glory. Because here at church is where we learn to recognize and understand God's voice. But even at church, we get distracted. So the question is, how do we slow down enough to hear God's voice? In this new year, Brian and I have been working to answer that question in our own lives, because if God's voice can shake a restaurant into silence, it deserves our time and attention. We want to get better at hearing God in our lives, so every morning we do something called Lectio Divina. It's a really old way of praying, which is why the name is in Latin, but Lectio Divina very simply means holy listening, a way of listening for God. So each morning, Brian and I sit down, and before any email, any text, or even eating breakfast, we pull up a podcast, and we're guided in holy listening. A voice invites us to pause and to breathe, which, to start your day with that, miles different from last year. Then it reads a couple verses of the Bible and asks us to listen for a word or phrase that touches us, and then it pauses. Reads the verse again. And then it pauses. Then it reads a verse the third time and asks us for what response God wants in our lives. And it pauses. Then we pray and that's it. The whole thing takes less than 10 minutes, but it is helping us listen for God more throughout our day. And every morning as we do this practice, I keep thinking about this line from Psalm 29, in his temple, everyone says glory. In his temple, people say glory. 
Because outside of the temple, we miss his voice. People miss his voice. They might pause for a moment in a restaurant because of the voice they can almost hear, but then they forget and move on. But at church, at church, we learn to hear God's voice, to understand it. We pause. We read the scriptures. We sing songs. We confess our sins and pause and listen for forgiveness. And in those pauses, God speaks. So this morning, pause. Pause just for a moment. Pause in this new year and listen. Can you hear his voice? Voice that is sweeter than our favorite song, a voice that comes with fire, a voice that thunders across the waters. Listen, can you hear his voice? Lord, we know that you are speaking, but often we miss it. Lord, I pray that especially as this new year gets going, that we might pause for a minute to refocus our entire year on you, our entire will on doing what you desire for us. Lord, give us the patience to sit and listen, to hear you, to feel you, to understand that you are speaking around us, but we have got to take the time to listen. This morning, speak to us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.